Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. There are some upset alerts that are happening right now around the country, and I'm talking about good news for Republicans, bad news, very bad news for Democrats, okay? Um, Washington is a great example. I'm talking about the state of Washington. The Senate race there has been now put on upset alert as the Republican, Smiley, is now polling within the margin of error. Washington Senate race between a 30-year incumbent, someone you probably never even heard of because that's how little waves she'll make when she's in Congress, the incumbent, Senator Patty Murray. She's just a solid Democrat, always votes for the Democrats, doesn't really do anything, doesn't really lead. She's been there for 30 years. It's probably why this may be the first time you've ever even heard her name is going up against Republican Tiffany Smiley. That has now been placed on the upset alert by the University of Virginia's Center for Politics. Now, that has a lot of, uh, just so you know, uh, th- that means a lot in the industry, all right? Larry Sabato uh, and his crystal ball, the center's political uh, publication there, switched that race from safe Democrat to, quote, likely Democrat, since it's now in the margin of error. Now, I want to be clear. Yes, it still looks like the Democrats, if the election was today... Okay, would win the thing. But this move in favor of Smiley also comes as Republicans are outraising the Democrat Murray by nearly double in the third quarter, beating her six million to three point three million. The National Republican Senatorial Committee chairman, Senator Rick Scott, also put Smiley's race on his list of pickup opportunities internally. Smiley is also polling within the margin of error in, error in several polls, not just one including a new poll showing Murray with only a 2.9% lead in the state of Washington. Now, most recently, a Friday poll showed the race in a statistical tie with Murray, with Murray leading by 2.8 points within the poll's three-point margin of error. Now, here's what you need to understand. This is a race that should never, okay, I'm going to say this twice, should never be on the list of prospective upsets for Republicans. As you know, Washington State is a hardcore, 
woke, you can set up your own country, right, in, in Washington State if you want to. The city of Chaz, it changed the chop, right? You can literally burn down and defund the police and burn down police headquarters and occupy them, and you won't go to jail. Okay, that, that's what we're dealing with here, so you understand how liberal and woke Washington is. Now, why is this changing? Two things specifically. One, there are parents that are waking up to school choice ideas and to the fact that the schools were closed for an extremely long period of time, well above the average of what schools closed down in the rest of the country in Seattle. They're upset about that. They're also upset about the idea now of the vaccine being mandated as part of all of the vaccines that your children must have to actually attend public school. With this new adding the vaccine to the regular schedule as a suggestion from the CDC this last week. You put those two things together and this is what you get. Okay, this is again, I say it because it's important. This is significant. Now, do I think that we are going to win if I had to put a million dollars on a bet right now? Seattle or excuse me, Washington State? No. I don't, but does that mean we can't try? We're now at the point where you have to try because it may shock people. There's another part about polling that has changed, okay? A lot of Republicans like to lie to pollsters because they don't trust them. They like to lie to pollsters to screw with them. When you're in the margin of error, that's the reason why Larry Sabato and other political minds sit there and they say, okay, if we're in the margin of error, we genuinely have a shot to win this thing. There is a real chance that we could win this thing. That's why they say it that way, all right? That, that's, that's why this happens. It's really cool to watch because if we're this close in a place like Seattle, right, where that's a city that should always go heavy to the Democrats, if we're, if we're in a situation now where we can kind of get in on this, this is, in other parts around the country, this is massive, Okay, you need to understand how big of a deal this is. This is gigantic. Um, this could be a huge, I'll say it again, a huge victory. Now, this also comes as the CDC has now put the COVID vaccine on the childhood schedule. This is now becoming a big issue with voters around the country. As it was described with Tucker Carlson, he said this commentary right before it became official. So understand that he said this beforehand, and then what he said was going to happen is exactly what happened. They made it official unanimously with the CDC saying, we are putting the COVID vaccine on the childhood schedule, which means many kids in the country will be forced to get vaccines, the COVID-19 vaccine specifically, to go to school. That's a problem. And I think there's a lot of teachers, even woke, uh, excuse me, a lot of parents, I should say, even woke parents are like, hold on a second, I don't know about all this. So here's an amazing story that's been effectively buried. This week, the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices is expected to add the COVID-19 vax to the list of required childhood vaccines. If this happens, your children will not be able to attend school without taking the COVID shot. Now, the problem is there's no medical basis for this decision whatsoever. Even the CEO of Moderna has just admitted that most people do not need the booster. In fact, in this country, it's like 4% of adults have gotten the booster because they know now. We're quoting, it's going to be similar to the flu, he said. So what is this exactly? He says, is it really fair to say that we are in a situation now where we need to trust this? Of course not. Now, the governor, Bill Lee, has said we will not allow this to happen in the state of Tennessee in general. 
Uh, there are schools, however, that can go around and on the private side, right, and do different things. Uh, and I want you to hear the second part of what that doctor had to say, talking about what this means for kids. Listen. So what is this exactly? Dr. Marty McCary is a man we trust. He's a professor at Johns Hopkins University. He joins us tonight to assess. Doctor, thanks so much for coming on. Is it an overstatement to say there's really no medical justification for this? Well, there's certainly no clinical data. They've got data from eight mice on the Omicron vaccine in young people. And the child vaccine story is essentially a story of bypassing clinical data, which is why many of us are asking, why even have an FDA? Why do we even right. do clinical trials? Right now, we've got pharma saying, hey, we did a study. We're going to give you the top line of the press release. We're going to call the White House. And the White House then calls the FDA and the CDC and tells them to get in line. They bought 170 million doses of this new Omicron vaccine. There has never been a vaccine added to the child immunization schedule without solid clinical evidence that it reduces disease significantly in the community. The COVID vaccine in children will be the first. It will be added with no clinical data. And many of us that are saying, hey, let's see the data, we're basically told, stop asking questions. Dr. Ja, who's the chief COVID advisor at the White House, has said he has seen the data, but it's not public information. What are they hiding? Why can't we see this information? Instead, we're basically seeing this intense paternalism to really just do what we say and stop asking questions. And the CDC's committee that's voting, I mean, that is essentially a kangaroo court. You have to be an official card-carrying vaccine fanatic to be on that committee. If you're not, then basically they're not going to accept people who think that some vaccines are important and others lack the evidence to support broad distribution. Remember, one in 5,000 vaccine doses results in a severe adverse event, according to data from overseas, from Germany, because we don't fund that research in the U.S. And in Israel, they took 200. But by the way, why do we not fund that research here in the U.S. about adverse effects? Anyone want to just take a guess? Why do we not fund research about the adverse effects of the COVID-19 vaccines? Could it be because Dr. Fauci, the CDC, the NIH know exactly what you're going to find, which is there are real legitimate reasons why you might not want to take the vaccine. Maybe that's it. Now, I, I am not an anti-vaxxer. I'm in favor of us knowing everything about the vaccines because that's normal and sane. It is, by the way, insane to not ask any questions at all, right? It's insane to just sit there blindly and refuse to do the research. The research is important. The research is vitally important. We should all be looking at the actual research. And he's saying, we don't fund that here. With all the money we waste, with all the, I mean, hell, we're, we're giving money right now. This is not a joke to drag shows around the world. I'll tell you that story in a moment, but there's literally, your tax dollars are going to fund drag shows. Like actual drag shows. And if that's where your money is going, then why can't we fund this basic research? He says other countries do it. He mentions Israel. I'm going to back this up about 20 seconds. Again, listen again. 
people who think that some vaccines are important and others lack the evidence to support broad distribution. Remember, one in 5,000 vaccine doses results in a severe adverse event, according to data from overseas, from Germany, because we don't fund that research in the U.S. And in Israel, they took 283 people who got myocarditis from the vaccine. One of them died, two were in the ICU. So if thousands of people are going to get myocarditis from this indiscriminate vaccination in young, healthy people, we're going to see some unintended harm. And my concern is that some schools may blindly accept this. So if the CDC decides to go ahead and put this on the routine vaccine schedule, it'll be up to states. And that's where I think parents have a right to say, let's see some clinical data before we force this as a requirement for school. Well, yeah. I mean, this is like... You're so understated in your effect, but what you're saying is shocking, I think, to the layman anyway. Again, put it on the schedule, right? Put COVID-19 vaccine on the schedule no matter what. The other part is the the psychopaths at the CDC. They voted 15 to 0. 15 to nothing. They voted 15 to nothing to just throw it out there on the immunization practices Right. Just, oh, yeah, add this here. Right. We got to add the jab to the federal health agency's, quote, formal list of immunization recommendations for children. Should be noted that the vaccine recommendations do not have any actual staying power. That's what the left will tell you. But what you don't understand is the majority of states and local jurisdictions in the past immediately enforce the CDC recommendations. A great example of this is masking of your kids in school. They recommended it, and it became the the law of the land within five hours. Right? Universal masking throughout the coronavirus pandemic came down from the CDC recommendation. CDC couldn't mandate that, but every local jurisdiction could, and that's exactly what health departments did and schools did. Now, what also is worrisome is this. Democrats want to ensure that this recommendation becomes a requirement in their communities. They want to make sure that anyone who criticizes it is attacked. They want to make sure that you as a parent have no say-so. They want to make sure that if you want to participate in school activities, extracurricular activities, that includes sports or plays or music or anything else, And also attending school, you must have the COVID-19 vaccine, the jab given to your kids. And the question you should be asking is why? Why are you so hell-bent on this? We know there's some adverse effects. We talked about this a couple years ago when the vaccine was coming out. I said, I have no doubt as fast as they're pushing this that there will be some adverse effects to the vaccine. There are going to be things we find out down the road that we say, oh, crap. We knew that, right? We just knew it. We knew that was going to be the case. We knew that was going to be how this goes down. And that is exactly what has happened. There are some people that should probably still get the COVID-19 vaccine, and there are many others that should not. Now, before I get into any more of the insanity of these people on the left, I want to tell you real quick about legacy precious metals. You know what's happening with inflation. You know what's happening with people now talking about the idea of recession. You know what's happening with supply chain issues. And you know what's been happening with your retirement account. If you are not diversified with part of your financial strategy involving precious metals. Now is the time to call the people that I use and trust Legacy Precious Metals. You can get the free investor's guide on gold and silver precious metal investing and how to diversify your portfolio. 
We have seen that they want to raise taxes. We are seeing a skyrocketing of our national debt. And if your retirement is in only investments that are directly connected to the market, you need to take a look at Legacy Precious Metals. Call and get the free investor's guide right now from them. 1-866-751-2218. That's 1-866-751-2218. Or online at Legacy PM Investments. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Will you comply? That is the big question. The CDC is saying the guidance, you need to get your kids vaccinated. In fact, the advisory committee uh, has decided that um, it is important for you to get your kid the COVID-19 vaccine to even stay into school. Many states and jurisdictions will now take proactive measures to ensure that the CDC recommendations become a requirement in their communities. That's their goal. You will bend to them. You will get on one knee. Regardless of what the CDC.gov votes tomorrow on whether COVID-19 vaccines are added to routine child immunizations, nothing changes in Florida. That is what they have decided down there, for example. Thanks to Governor DeSantis, COVID mandates are not allowed in Florida, not pushed into schools, and I continue to recommend against them for healthy kids is what they're their state uh, equivalent of Dr. Fauci is. Governor DeSantis made it clear this isn't a game he's willing to play. He's not going to sit here and act like kids should be owned by the federal government. Take a listen. There's been a lot of questions uh, to our office about uh, the CDC uh, potentially adding COVID vaccine to the childhood immunization schedule. And I know a lot of parents are concerned about that because if that's on the immunization schedule, the fear is that schools could potentially mandate your child to get a COVID shot, even if that's not something that you want to do. So I just want to let everyone be clear, you know, as long as I'm around and as long as I'm kicking and screaming, uh, there will be no COVID shot mandates for your kids. That is your decision. That is your decision to make as a parent. Uh, these are our new shots. I get a kick out of when people kind of compare it to MMR and stuff, things that have been around for decades and decades. Uh, so parents, by and large, most parents in Florida have opted against 
uh, doing these booster shots uh, for their, particularly for the young kids. The Surgeon General of Florida does not recommend this for young kids, for kids under under 18. Uh, and basically, his reason for that, there's not really been a proven benefit for that. I mean, we can get into some of the potential side effects. You don't even really need to do that. Not been a proven benefit, but it's a free state. Parents can make the other decision if that's what they want. The important thing is, is that school districts are not mandating this choice. It shouldn't be mandated, right, by the school district. You want to know what this election is about? This is the election. Okay, this, this, is, this is the whole ball game. Shouldn't be mandated. Shouldn't be something we force on people. Shouldn't be something that we make everybody comply with. We shouldn't take away the ability for parents to make the right decision. Right. This is what the election should be about in just a few weeks. Do you want to turn your kids over to the government? Every aspect of their life. Take away all your parental rights and you decide what is best for you and your kids. That's your option. That's what they're saying now. That's what the CDC is saying. Do you want to turn them over to people, by the way, where they're, they have this world thing, right? Because you can't be on the CDC if you don't agree to all this. That's what we also know here, right? You, you, you can't go and be a part of the CDC and object or ask tough questions. That's why the vote was unanimous. With all of the data and information that we have now, it was still unanimous. That never happens when you have brilliant minds, in my opinion, on something this controversial. Even when you have a slam dunk case at the Supreme Court, you still have people that ask really tough questions. Why? And why do you have someone using the right to dissent? So that both sides are represented. There is no representing the other side of, well, what if, and the question marks, and the, and the data around vaccinating kids, and if it's actually needed at the CDC. There is none. That's exactly why the John Hopkins doctor, Martin McCary, said what he said on TV. It is important that you understand they're trying to take over your kids. They're trying to not only just take over your children, they're trying to make it where you don't have a say-so. You know, you even look at the CDC director, Dr. Lewinsky. She yesterday came out testing positive for COVID-19. I think she's double vaxxed and double boosted. All right, and this, just into CNN, CDC director Dr. Rochelle Walensky has now tested positive for COVID-19. The agency says she is experiencing mild symptoms. Walensky is up to date on her vaccines, having just received a COVID-19 booster just last month. Per CDC guidelines, Walensky will isolate at home, but she is expected to participate in upcoming meetings virtually. I mean, she just got her next booster last month these people are psychotic if you just got that booster last month and you've had all your vaccines and 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 you can't have by the way Lewinsky's job without getting the vaccines that's another part you think you can have that job and be in charge the way they are if you disagree no you have to be a part of groupthink right you have to go along with whatever it is that they demand that you say or do it is a hundred percent groupthink. Nothing else matters. Nothing else can be said. There can be no arguing, no disagreements. You have to go all in. It is walk in the room and unanimously say yes to whatever it is that they want to dictate. I, I, I will never trust these people with my kids. 
when they vote unanimously on the COVID vaccine for kids with no data backup that that's what needs to be done. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We also know the CDC director, Lewinsky, she got her COVID test. Uh, excuse me. She got her COVID vaccine and boosters all up to date, of course, right? Because you got to just put your head down and go. She's now tested positive for COVID-19 a month after getting her, I think, second booster, maybe even her third listen. All right. And this just into CNN, CDC director Dr. Rochelle Walensky has now tested positive for COVID-19. The agency says she is experiencing mild symptoms. Walensky is up to date on her vaccines, having just received a COVID-19 booster just last month. Per CDC guidelines, Walensky will isolate at home, but she is expected to participate in upcoming meetings virtually. All right. I mean... Why not do a real story like, hey, the CDC director just got this vaccine booster and she still got it, right? <laughs> like, why not mention that? Why, why not? I, I, I mean, really, why not? Nah, we don't mention that. Why would you mention that, right? You unanimously vote for this the way that they did. They do it on Zoom, right? Everybody on there, they publicly did this. Yes, um 15 unanimously in favor. So there it is. It passes unanimously, 15 in favor. Approve the recommended recommended child and adolescence immunization schedule, United States 2023, and the recommendation uh, and to recommend adult immunization schedule, United States 2023, for the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, this means that the states or the local municipalities will then immediately use this to say, hey, the CDC says we should do it. So therefore, we should do it, right? That's what this is. We need to do it because they're saying we should do it. There are going to be a lot of angry parents. And this goes back to school choice. This is why we need school choice. If we're going to have a country where I'm forced to get my kid vaccinated to get them an education, that's wrong. We should immediately say no to that. You go into government buildings now and you still have these masks mandates and it's just stupid. Um, the science behind it now is absurd. There's a reason why we don't have to wear them on any longer, right? Um, on even public transportation. It's insanity. Uh, there was a business the other day and on the head on the front door, it says mask required to enter this business. I can respect that. I really can. Okay. Uh, I, I can 100% respect that. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to give my money to you anymore. I'm not giving my money to you anymore. Sorry. Also, CBS host to Nancy Pelosi. She didn't like it, but this was coming 
from CBS Face the Nation. Listen to what CBS host said to Nancy Pelosi that made her angry. You've heard our CBS estimates have the Republicans taking the House with 224 seats. How do you shift the momentum? Well, let's just say, uh, first and foremost, Good morning. Uh, it's Sunday morning, uh, 15 days or so before the election. Vote people are already voting. I, I love it. Doesn't respond to that, right? Oh, well, let me just say good morning instead of actually answering the question. And this midterm is all about calling them out for them lying to you. Listen. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Getting those shots out for 5 to 11-year-olds is going to provide a lot of comfort to American families. Horses really running them over, people being strapped. A horrific video of the CBP officers on horse on horses using brutal and inappropriate measures against innocent people. We have a secure border. The border is, in fact, secure. The border is closed. The border is secure. The border is secure. The border is closed. We've been unequivocal in that. On the issue of Afghanistan. And to that end, we have seen a successful drawdown of the embassy. I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. They are not. This is Jim Crow on steroids, what they're doing in, in Georgia. This is all about keeping working folks in Ordinary folks that I grew up with from being able to vote. The reconciliation package would cost zero dollars. The cost of these bills in terms of adding to the deficit is zero. Some have expressed publicly that they're not comfortable with uh, 3.5, even though zero costs zero dollars. Zero. 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 This bill is fully paid for and will not raise taxes on anyone making less than $400,000 a year. Let me say that again, be crystal clear. No one making... Less than $400,000 a year will pay a single additional penny in tax for all these things that were in the, in, in the Build Back Better plan. If you're a husband and wife, school teacher, and a cop, you're paying at a higher rate than the average person making a billion dollars a year is. My plans do not add to inflationary pressures. The Build Back Better agenda will help reduce inflation, will help cut costs for the American people. If we pass the other two things I'm trying to get done, we will in fact reduce inflation. Inflation is going to come down next year. Inflation will come down next year. These inflation uh, rises will be transitory, that they will come back down next year. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. No serious economists. We know a lot of folks are struggling with inflation, driven by Putin's war in Ukraine and the global pandemic. The greed of meat conglomerates. You could call it corporate greed, sure. You could call it uh, jacking up prices uh, uh, it, during a pandemic. Even if we drilled as much as we could, uh, the price of oil is still set globally. There's no amount of domestic production we can do to reduce or eliminate our vulnerability as a country to that volatility. We brought down the cost of energy. Wages have gone up higher, faster than inflation. We have a lower inflation rate than most any nation in the, any other nation in the world. The idea that uh, two quarters of negative GDP growth is a technical definition of a recession is wrong. I don't expect a recession. Right now, we don't see a recession. Right now, that is not, we're not in a recession right now. Virtually nothing signals that uh, this period in the second quarter uh, is recessionary. No, no one is predicting a recession now. What we have seen over the course of the last year plus in the United States is a historically strong economic recovery. They will lie to you no matter what. They will lie. And remember all these lies as we head into Election Day. Share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media. 
while the media does everything it can to try to shut you down, silence us, and make sure no one knows what's really happening. Also, hit that auto-download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.